Welcome to the Secrets Women Keep podcast. I am your secret keeper and confidant, Lauren White. I'm a qualified counsellor and sexologist, facilitator of all things turn on, author of permission, and a witty, highly intuitive lounge room dancing introvert. I help you as an exceptional woman in entrepreneurship to see, love, and trust all the parts of yourself, especially the unseen. Let's pull back the curtain, light the candelabra, and lift the veil. These are the secrets women keep. Hello, and welcome to the secrets women keep. I am your host and confidant, Lauren White, and today I want to activate you. I want you to get into the realm of high energy, high, sustainable, enjoyable, satisfying energy. So I'm going to share you five of my secrets, five of the things that I do, the actions that I take, the habits I have, the ways that I approach my life and my energy that keep it high. I've really cracked a code and I want to share that code with you so that you can crack your own code. So before we go on, I want you to know that I am declaring my own personal responsibility for my energy and what works for me. And in no way am I saying that you need to do what I'm doing. And that is in particular reference to what I eat, because I know that that is a very personal topic. So when it gets to that bit, bit of a trigger warning, if you are struggling with an eating disorder, if you have struggled with an eating disorder, if you're in recovery, uh, you might want to skip this episode or just listen to a part of it until I speak about the food aspect. You really, if you are on a good course at the moment, stay on that course and do what's right for you. And as always, be responsible for your own well-being as you listen to this. So just wanted to give that warning. None of what I say is this is what you should do. I'm doing it. This is my own particular code that I've cracked and I'm really excited about it and I'm in full ownership of it. And all I want is for every other person to crack their own code so that we can be in our own version of high energy. And then we can all come together and be highly energized. Yes. So without further ado, let's get on into it. Let me start with the first key. The first thing that keeps my energy high is seeing everything in life as a thread rather than stop, start, all or nothing. This really, I'm going to make this as specific as I can so you understand how it connects to having much better energy levels. The thing I see so many people do is being like all in or something and then all off, like completely turned on by it and all in and all off. Like I know what it's like to have (laughs) an obsessional nature. I have one. But what I do is I see everything as a thread. It might be the Libran in me that likes, you know, that keyword balance. But I like to keep to, I always take stock and take value in 
It's better to do something than nothing at all. It's when we default to, I'm all on with exercise, I'm all off. That pendulum swinging, I really try to minimize the pendulum swing in my life and be like, okay, today was a bit of an off week, but I'm not going to let that completely derail me and give up. I'll just get back to it when I choose to. Or I'll just decide in this moment, now's the moment when I start again. I really think people take too much, put too much significance on a calendar and, oh, you know, if I haven't done it by um, Thursday, then the rest of the week's a write-off. Like just seeing things as really concrete and putting way too much pressure on certain days, certain months, you know, ages, birth dates, all of that. It's just life is a thread. It doesn't give a shit about a calendar. It doesn't give a, it doesn't care if you go and move your body and dance on a Thursday at 6 a.m. or a Sunday at 10 p.m. It just goes, yay, you've danced. How cool is that? It's not that you have to be really methodical about everything. In fact, in some ways I suggest you don't be methodical because you can get so caught up in your head and you miss the point. So I like to feed things in my life and nurture them on an ongoing basis rather than be like all in, it's huge, it's explosive, it's like all on or it's all off. And a bit of an analogy for that, the way I see it is like saving up all your relaxation for a holiday and then your holiday's in four months, it's in five months, it's in six months and then you like just flop because you've been so suspended in stress I think it's better to just to go away once every three months for a little bit rather than put lots of pressure on holding in. That's an, that, So it doesn't have to be the holiday example, but it's example of all on, 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 on for one thing and then you try to just completely switch off. I like both. I'm a big fan of both and end. Like why can't we do both? Why can't we – why can't I go away and work and relax? Why can't I um why can't I do both? Why do I have to hold out for six more months for something huge? Why don't I do something a bit smaller but still symbolic and keep my energy in good steed rather than go at the last final moment? So seeing see everything as a thread rather than stop start all or nothing. Sex, libido, movement work, social stuff, keep threads going and try and tend to the threads and nurture them. The second thing that really keeps my energy high is early interventions. I intervene so early on now. I catch myself so early and I spend time in the early stage of something that looks like it's going to derail my energy, my high energy, and I tend to it then and there as soon as I can so that I can move on and get back to my high energy. So if something has sapped me, if something has shaken me, if um, it's day one or two of my cycle and it's like not my highest energy day, most definitely, I try to tend to it there so that I can get to my high energy again sooner. Surrender to those moments where your energy isn't high or something has happened that's 
hurt you or shaken you or shaken your confidence in some way. Tend to it, be with it, be in the moment with it, and then you're in a better position to get back to all the stuff that feels good. It's not like bad stuff happens in my life. I don't put it all on Instagram, I can tell you that. What I find to be so incredible and magical about when the bad stuff happens is that I try to turn it around quickly and come back to my standards and what I'm available for and what I value and reposition me having energy, high energy is everything that's important to me. It's something I really value because it lets me live out my legacy. It lets me touch more lives. It lets me have more impact. It lets me um, be involved in more causes. When I'm in low energy, nothing, no one benefits. I don't benefit, no one benefits. And before I go on, I should mention I'm someone who does have a long-term, dare I say chronic, illness, and that is Epstein-Barr virus. I get flare-ups of it pretty frequently, but I nip it in the bud and I try to manage it as best I can and tweak my life and what's happening so that I can get back to what feels good. And I'll mention a little bit more about Epstein-Barr in a moment. But the second point, just to reiterate, intervene early. Get onto stuff early. Rest early. Look after yourself early. Nurture yourself early. Soothe yourself early. And you can get back to what feels good a whole lot sooner. The third thing that really fuels my high energy is my gut health. So this one really kicked in in 2000 when I was in the thyroid issues, low iron, Epstein-Barr virus trifecta. That was a shitload of fun. Um, (laughs) Definitely not. Um, Oh, God, it got to a point in, I can't remember what month it might have been. might have been October, whenever Queen's Gambit came out last year. And I sat there on the couch um, and I just said to myself, oh my God, what if I just leave the rest of this year out and I don't work and I don't, not I don't work, I needed to work, but I just don't put anything on social media and I just survive. Um, that's what I felt. I felt like death warmed up for a while there. Um, but what I learned was that everything starts in the gut and, and you look after the gut, you look after your nervous system and everything can flourish. So, I went to, I started going back to my acupuncturist and I went back in and was like a blubbering mess going, (laughs) this year's been so hard. (laughs) And he's like, mate, like a bride's nighty, up and down, up and down. (laughs) And from there, I just let out the biggest belly laugh and just went, oh, it was so good to laugh. It was so good to laugh and to, I knew I wasn't alone. Like no one was alone in, you know, or is alone right now in all the, you know, the turmoil that's going on. But it really, I really got good with my gut in the second half of 2020. I did a good gut clear out. I um, did acupuncture. I, yeah, I was kind of, I was throwing everything at it to, uh, clear out whatever was inside of me. 
And up until then, it's so funny. I had this story. I was like, I can eat anything. I can eat whatever I want. I can eat what, and it's just like, so wasn't true. <laughs> it's like, yes, you can eat whatever you want, but there's a cost to your energy. So maybe you can't eat whatever you want. <laughs> um, and from there, um, you know, got tested for celiac, realized I have a gene. Uh, that makes me very susceptible to uh, developing celiac disease. I don't actually have it, but from that, that was enough evidence for me to go gluten-free and to make other changes. When it comes to food, what I've been doing this year has been really monumental. This year, I've learned a lot more about the carnivore diet. And it works really well for me. When I first came across it, I thought, huh? I was like, what? I was like, oh my God, people only eat meat. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is so trippy. I was like, my brain kind of couldn't handle it. I was like, I didn't, I was like, I don't really get it. Wait a minute. Like I've always valued and appreciated eating meat because of the way that it, um, the way that it, helps him feel satisfied and satiated, but this was just a whole new level. And I was like, oh, and the more I learned this year, and I'm not going to say I did my own research because I haven't done my own research. <laughs> I haven't done my own research, but I have absorbed information from different sources and let that, I'm allowing that to integrate. It's an ongoing process. It's by no means done and it never will be done. But a carnivore diet has been incredible, incredible for me and my energy levels. Uh, what that looks like is basically just eating animal products and, um, I'll eat three to four different kinds of meat per day and, uh, I'll th- chuck in a couple of avocados. That's one thing I still, um, love because it's just fat. I ate lots of butter. I ate lots of cheese. Um, and it's just been a really incredible source of, uh, energy and feeling satiated and simplicity. It's such a beautiful way of living because it's so simple and it takes so much of the turmoil out of thinking about things as well and meal planning and all of that. It's just so easy to go to the butcher, get a haul and come back. And it brings me lots of joy and I feel incredibly grateful for it. Um, so I recognize that one is not for everyone. As someone with thyroid issues and gut issues, plants contain a lot of toxins, which I've learned more about, and they have a lot of anti-nutrients And I feel like plants weren't and don't, uh, aren't for my highest good. And having a low carbohydrate diet has been incredible because I realize I don't actually, I personally with my body type, and that's me and my ownership of my body type, um, I don't need carbohydrates for fuel. Um, I really need protein and fat. And it's been wonderful. It's been really amazing. Um, yeah, a while ago I would have said this is controversial, but the more I do it, the less controversial it feels. It just feels like, oh, this makes sense to me. And, um, the way that I'm trying to do it in the most sustainable way and to source the most incredible, um, cuts so that there's the least impact possible on the environment and the most 
positive impact for farmers and the people generating this. I love that my food doesn't come from a factory. I love it. I love it. It's really, it really suits me and my personality and energy and how I'm made up. So that's a big one. And that's one I'm still exploring. And I would love to get a guest on because it's really taboo being a woman talking about being a meat eater. For some reason, we're expected to eat, I feel like we're expected to eat salads and it's like, "Mm, it doesn't work for me. Um, so that's a big one. That's been huge. Cleaning up my guts and getting into a carnivore diet. It's just been magical. Love it. That one's unfolding. The fourth thing is who I spend time with and the quality of support I receive. So I'm getting support at the time of recording. I'm getting support from all angles. I'm getting support for my body. Um, I'm getting support, um, for my business and coaching and I'm getting support from my friends and I'm getting support in a process with Ed as well and an embodiment process for the two of us. And it's just, um, I just feel so supported and that keeps my energy high because it ties in with the early intervention piece. Like I get to say the things before they become even problematic or before I stew on them or before I I get to release, 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 release. And I get to feel held and I get to receive. And receiving can be so hard for us when we're high generating women, when we're creating a lot, when we're putting our heart and soul into everything, it can be really challenging to receive because we give and we put out there. But receiving is the balance your high energy needs, your your fire needs in order to keep burning. You need to receive. You can't it can't just all go one way. It can't all just go out. It needs to you need to receive. You need to come in. And that's what I love about support. And that's the relief my clients get when they come to me. They actually say on the first call how relieved they are. They don't have to hold everything on their own anymore. They can keep their energy high through the power of being seen, heard, understood, supported, and nipping everything in the bud, getting in early on so that things don't unravel in ways that are unhelpful and thwart and suck your energy dry. So I'm very selective about who I spend time with in online, in the business world, friendships, very selective. And I'm always asking, does this work for me? Does it work for me? Does it work for me? What am I getting out of this? And if we all ask that question, then we'd all be a whole, we'd all have a lot less energy leaks and the world would feel like a like a like the channels of friendships and connections and, and dynamics would feel a whole lot clearer so take that one seriously who you spend time with and the quality of support you receive really important that you get high quality support when you're generating a lot you need it. It's not a nice to have. It will save you in money, time, energy, all of it. Grief, stress, it saves you so that you can keep your energy up. The fifth and final secret to my high energy, one of the ways I cracked the code, was recognizing 
that I need way more excitement than I was allowing myself. So the fifth one is knowing what excites me and turns me on. What I love about this one is the more you feed excitement and turn on, the more it grows and the more it becomes a centerpiece and the more like it just flourishes and it's super excited, like it's super exciting. And then you realize, oh, I don't have to save myself up to feel excited about something. I can feel excited and turned on every single day of my life. That can be my baseline, not okay or good or safe or secure. You can move that, you can move the bar up like in a really cool way, like not in a pressured way of like having the bar too high, but you can move the bar up to excitement and turn on. Super exciting, super exciting. The more I feed excitement, the more excitement comes into my life. And it just like, oh, and this could be the next thing. And then I do that thing. I'm like, oh, and now I can see this. But if you do nothing, excitement can't come to you. It will not just rock up on your door. You have to feed excitement and then it spurs on more excitement. It's just such a good feeling. It's a goosebump feeling. It's a, like, to me, excitement is more enjoyable than happiness. Like, I don't go for feeling happy. I go for excitement because excitement naturally makes, has me feeling happy. So I don't know when people say, I just want to be happy. It's like, yeah, does happiness turn you on? Is it something else that's just naturally going to help have you feeling happy in that moment? I just, yeah, excitement is happiness to me. Happiness is excitement. Um, yeah, I just love it. So for you, it might be something else. When I say this is the fifth, way I crack the code to my high energy, for you it might not be excitement. It might be a different sensation. That's fine. That's good. I'm not going to use the word fine. <laughs> my clients know about this. Fine is anything but fine. That's good. That's your individuality playing out. For me and my clients and the women that feel called into this work, excitement has been missing and we welcome it back in. And you get to remember how good it is to be alive and that you can feel so much more than, um, and so much more is possible than anything that your brain can conjure up on its own or strategize or plan for. So feed excitement and you will keep getting more ideas and you will keep wanting to feed excitement. And then you'll be able to say that your life is exciting and your life is turned on. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm a sucker for it. And I want the same for you. I want you to have a feel-good sensation at the centerpiece of your life and to know that you don't have to save it up. You don't have to have a party. You can have lots of small things with a mix of a few big things and that that sensation can be a thread through your life. So that circles back <laughs> to the first point of seeing everything as a thread not just holding all in and then trying to like push it all out. It's like, no, you can have it all the time and you can have it with ease and it can be small and powerful or it can be big and memorable and or big and poignant. Mix it up, mix it up. I'm just going to quickly recap 
the secrets of my high energy. Um, and my energy is so high right now, I could go on, but I'm going to leave it there so it's not overwhelming because high energy does not equal overwhelm. <laughs> the first thing is I see everything as a thread rather than stop, start, or all or nothing. The second thing is I intervene early with anything that looks like it's going to threaten my high energy and I respond to it. I rest, I do what I need to do, I manage whatever is going on in the moment so I can return to high energy. I also am careful about what I eat because gut health is everything and I mentioned that what is working for me is a carnivore diet an animal-based diet. The fourth thing is who I spend time with and the quality of support I receive. Being selective and discerning about that and checking in that everyone in your life is able, is there to help you maintain your high energy. The fifth and final thing is knowing what excites me and turns me on. Yes, turn on and You might want to substitute excitement with another sensation. Go for it. For me and my clients, excitement is a really, um, really powerful green light that we're in alignment and that life is good. So that's usually what we're going for. I hope you've loved today. I would love to know what you are going to do to get into your own high energy And I would also like to mention that if you need more ongoing high energy, then I have 30 days of turn on that is fully available to you. 30 days of affirmations sent direct to your inbox to remind you to create a thread in your life that turn on can be your baseline direct to you, always speaking to you and what you need and at the bottom of every email is a little turned on action to take. And I would love to, I would love you to access that and to put yourself in a position to receive. My one-to-one clients love it. They get a lot out of it because they're working with me. Uh, if you're not in, if you're not working with me yet, consider this a way. It's not directly working with me, but consider this a way of accessing some of what um, you you would receive if you were working with me, but it would be way more personalized and tailored to you. So not to be confused with working with me, but it it is a thread to the work and that is incredibly powerful. Because I want as many people as possible to benefit from being in turn on, having high energy, being activated. We're all in a position to activate each other. So go get 30 days of turn bio and enjoy. 